Studios, from the studios, that is. <laughs> studios is not the start of a podcast. Of teeing it up, uh, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for week five, or what we think is week five of the National Football League uh, in 2020. Luke's in New York. I'm in New Jersey. Um, Luke, we, we, I mean, this podcast could be rendered irrelevant in five minutes. Um, but we're going to try and do what we can. Um, first things first, did, did that view from the West Point press box live up to the hype yesterday for Citadel? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was beautiful, fantastic. Um, high press box, and you're overlooking not only the water on the other side of the stadium, but the, the Hudson Valley. It's very nice, and I would think that of all the places I've been, I think it may be number one for views. Uh, you, you don't often have a view like that um, at a football stadium. So it was very nice. It was a great day up there at West Point. Beautiful facilities, nice campus, uh, good enough game. It was a lot of fun. And looks like the leaves are turning. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not, nothing like a little, you know, a little fall, a little October Saturday here in the tri-state. Nice to be back up here for a little fall. They don't get that down south. So it was, uh, it's been a good weekend. It was, it was a great time at West Point. You can see that I'm just avoiding talking about the Jets. I don't blame you. Um, they face the Cardinals today. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe the rain that's not going to be here. I'm not even sure why it's being mentioned as the forecast in the <laughs> on some of these websites. Um, Cardinals by a thousand. Just. Cardinals by a thousand. This Jets team is atrocious, top to bottom. The defense is undisciplined. Undi- undisciplined defenses against a Kyler Murray offense are going to run all over you. Um, so no, I have no faith in this team for anything. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, the Cardinals have had a couple of down weeks here in a row where they've lost their last two, and they haven't looked great offensively. Kyler Murray hasn't played well. Hopkins has been slowed down. This is the opportunity. Uh, to get right. I mean, this is what you look forward to, I think, even though you're coming on the road and it's a little bit of a, a long trip and an early game for those guys for their body clocks. But when you're a struggling offense, you know, I think you look forward to this matchup uh, against the Jets and an opportunity to get right. And the Cardinals are hungry. They've lost two in a row. You look at the rest of that division. I mean, you, you, you got to win to keep up. Uh, so I think Arizona bounces back and plays well. And Kyler Murray looks like the, the Kyler Murray that we saw last year and to start this season. And, um, and the Cardinals play well. I don't know how much they'll They'll blow out the Jets by because it still is on the road and all that sort of stuff. But I do think, you know, the Cardinals will be able to take care of business and look better offensively with the game. Rays, Astros, Heat, Lakers, Vikings, Seahawks. Um, I have to assume Vikings, Seahawks is number three on the United States of America's power rankings. Um, for games in that time slot. Um, Would you like to promote this game? Would you like to advertise for it? Um, Is there any reason why America should be watching this versus game six of the NBA Finals? You know, you would think, I guess, on paper, in terms of importance, certainly it's number three, but we know football's king. I mean, last Sunday was the uh, that brutal Niners-Eagles game that had more viewers than the NBA Finals did that night. I think that was game three when the Heat won. So, you know, we'll see. But in terms of the Vikings-Seahawks, uh, I think it will be um, 
I think it is a, a good matchup because not only do you have two teams, like the Vikings haven't played well, obviously, the Seahawks haven't gotten off to a much better start, but Minnesota still believes they're a playoff team, or at least that they have the talent to get there. Uh, but when I look at these two teams, their team could have been led by their offense, especially the Seahawks. The Seahawks are on pace to allow more passing yards than any other team in the Super Bowl era, and yet somehow, you know, they're a first-place team. Russell Wilson's been playing great. So the Seahawks have been winning with their offense. They've been playing high-scoring, shootout type of games. And the Vikings on the other side have been very similar. Their defense hasn't been all that great. And their offense has actually uh, played really well these last couple weeks. Well, most of the weeks, all but one. Uh, they've scored, you know, up towards uh, over 30 points. So I think tonight we'll see a lot of points and we'll see a lot of passing yards and, and some high-scoring games. We know about Kirk Cousins in prime time, but he plays well on Sunday night football for some reason. Terrible on Monday night, good on Sunday night. Uh, so I think both Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins can put up a lot of points. These two teams play each other every year, and they're usually close, high-scoring games, and I think we get another one tonight. So I think, you know, for the average football fan, I do believe it'd be a fun, interesting watch with plenty of offense. That's what, that's what I anticipate. We have Luke Morrow, as always, with us here on the Sunday Sprint. Um, I have nothing to say about this game because I'm all locked in on game six. I think Tyler Hero needs to have a bigger game than he did last time. You're going to need points from Jay Crowder. You're going to need um, great defense from Andre Iguodala. And I think you need KCP and Rajon Rondo to step up for the Lakers. You can't rely on... Um, just Jimmy Butler and LeBron James to be the sources of your offense. Anthony Davis is hobbled. We know that. Um, sorry, am I talking about the wrong game? Hey, it's fine. Uh, we, we cover it all. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I am, I'm not going to be watching this game, so I have nothing to say about it. Um, a sneaky good game is on the CBS television network. Most of the country... We'll be seeing the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants, which is sexiness. That is those NFC East battles that CBS so rarely gets. But I would argue that the Colts who are at 3-1 and one and the Browns who are also at 3-1 and one is the best 425 matchup today. And the reason why I want to highlight this game is because so often we look at the AFC North and we think the Steelers and the Ravens and instead, we have Baker Mayfield possibly playing for his starter job versus Phillip Rivers. And I ask you, Luke Morrow, are these three and one starts smoke and mirrors because of who they played? Colts obviously ran right over the Jets. Or are these legitimate three and one starts for both teams? Yeah, it's a good question. I think it is a little bit of both. Uh, I do trust the Colts more than the Browns, but certainly, I mean, you look at the Browns, their three wins have come against three teams that currently each have only one win, uh, so I'm not sold on Cleveland. We know about the talent being there, uh, but the talent has been there in the past and they haven't gotten it done. You know, they rely on so much on that run game that Baker Mayfield hasn't been asked to do a whole lot, and I'm curious to see, maybe it'll be today. I mean, the Colts are number one in defense. Now, granted, they've played a slightly easy schedule. You know, you go up against some bad offenses like the Jets and uh, the Bears, and they even played Gardner Minshew, but they're number one in defense. So I'm curious, you know, when we get to a point that Baker is going to have to make the plays, can he do so against a good team? So I think the Browns, I'm still not sold on them yet. The Colts, I am more so because 
The Colts, to me, have a good uh, roster. I think they have a complete roster. The defense is playing really well, as I mentioned. And I thought the only thing missing from this team was a quarterback. And Phillip Rivers isn't the Phillip Rivers from, you know, a few years ago, but I think he's still good enough. And when you have that veteran presence, he can lead you to victories. Uh, the concern is in close games, he plays lousy in the fourth quarter, throws a bunch of interceptions. You know, I don't know if he's a big enough playmaker still down the stretch like he once was, but I do buy the Colts more than the Browns. And so uh, as, you, as you, you, know, you teed it up, pun intended, I'm very curious to see this matchup today to see how they look against one another. Uh, are these teams for real? Uh, you know, who do we like more than the other? Right now, for me, it's going to be the Colts. I like that that side mention of teeing it up. Well, well done, sir. Well done. I am proud to call you a friend. <laughs> Most are. Um, the Vegas Raiders and the Chiefs. I'm bringing this up because of what we've seen today with the Pats Broncos being postponed because of another positive test. We have yet to have a positive test come out of the Chiefs. But if you're a Kansas City Chief, you have to start wondering what the heck happened here. If you're Patrick Mahomes, what the heck happened when you, um, you know, embraced... I forget who he embraced at the end of the game, but he embraced somebody. More. What? Stephon Gilmore. Right, that's right, yeah. It, it was Stephon who obviously tested positive earlier this week. It's an 11-point line. It's a big line. By the way, that uh, the um, um, Colts-Browns line is only one. So, obviously, Vegas is seeing the same thing we're, uh, we're seeing, that, that this could be a really good, really tight game. It's an 11-point line, but is there a chance that Kansas City's like, what happened here? Are we at risk, and are they not 100%? Because if there's one thing John Gruden can do, for all we doubt he can do, the one thing that he's proven to do is to come in and stop somebody when they're not expecting it. Yeah, it's a fair point. And I, I talked about on my show this week that, I mean, the uh, anxiety that maybe Pat Mahomes is feeling, knowing that, look, the incubation period is 14 days, and you're getting tested every day, so you're waiting for these two weeks, like, hey, am I ever going to pop up, you know, positive? And knock on wood, so far to this point, the athletes, you know, haven't had the, the bad side of this virus yet, and hopefully that continues. But still, you're always concerned about testing positive. And then, and then just from an athlete perspective, then you're worried about, well, you know, then I can't play, or the team, we're going to have to shut down facilities, it's going to make it hard, whatever it is. So I'm sure it's an anxious time specifically for Mahomes because of that hug with Gilmore, and you have to wait now 14 days. I mean, that's a long time. But the rest of the players as well, like you touched on, that in the back of their minds, you know, they're probably maybe fearful or worried about their families, you know, okay, nice spread it my family, all that sort of stuff. I think in the actual game itself, though, even with that said, I do think the Chiefs take care of business, and I think they blow out the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr's, I think it's 0-6 now when he plays at Kansas City. The last three times he's played the Chiefs, they've been outscored like a total point. I mean, these games haven't even been close. The Chiefs blow out the Raiders all the time, and so I think they will uh, do so as well. The, the Chiefs have shown some, you know, some... Some signs here. They haven't looked like the Kansas City team from the postseason last year just yet, but I think they, they have a good game today. They just they all historically have owned the Raiders while Andy Reid has been there, and I think they blow them out today again. Um, the other game I was going to touch on is Bills-Titans, which on paper is a sensational football game. Do we even want to touch this game? Because there is a chance it still gets played on Tuesday, even with a positive test this morning from a Titan. I tell you what, my fantasy team certainly hope it does get played. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, and we have no idea, even if they do play. I mean, what do you expect from the Titans? They have, you know, they shut down their facility 12 days ago. They haven't played at this point. It'll be a week and a half. They got onto that great 3-0 start, and then you shut down, you know, shut it down for uh, for two almost two weeks. I don't even know what we would should expect if they do play that game. Like, what, what are the Titans going to look like? They've hardly been able to, to get together and practice for two weeks. Uh, I'm curious to see what, how, how it would look out on the field. Let me ask you this. Whether they play or not, are the Bills for real? I think so, at least to a certain extent. Like, I think, you know, they are one of the better teams in the AFC um, or in the league as well. Josh Allen's playing really well. The defense we always know is good. The offense is dynamic with Diggs. I still don't know if... Allen can take them to the next step. So I think they're a playoff team. You know, I think they'll certainly go to the playoffs. I think they can win a few playoff games. But if Josh Allen, if they went up against, say, the Chiefs in the AFC title game, can I trust Josh Allen to win that game? I still don't think so. And so that's my big question. I think they're good. I think they're one of the better teams. But I don't think they're on that tier one where we're, we should seriously consider them going and winning a Super Bowl this year. I still don't think they're at that point. Luke, we're getting to the end of our radio program. I know. Sad. Your game of the day. I gotta be honest. Not a great slate. I mean, there's only no. games this afternoon with a spread fewer than uh, six. Um, so I'm gonna go. I, I guess the Colts Browns, like we said, two, three, and one teams, and I think it's a good litmus test for each of them to see. You're like, hey, are these teams legit? I am with you on that. Your sleeper game. Oh man, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm going to say Panthers-Falcons. And I, most people probably don't care about this game whatsoever. Obviously, for me uh, and my job, it's kind of important. But also, <laughs> I think it's intriguing because uh, you have two good offenses and, and two teams that need a win. And I think it'll just be a close, interesting game. I think there'll be plenty of points. And that's just a fun game to watch. So I, I will be keeping an eye out on that game. And I think it'll at least be an entertaining game. Did I see a headline this week that asked if Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer. That's that you know that's been a topic for the last uh, probably dating back to last year. It's I have no, what has he done that would qualify him as a Hall of Famer? You know, it's a it's a very divisive uh, topic. A lot of people either think he's underrated or overrated. Uh, he he's got he's got some good numbers though, and he's got that MVP award. He's been to one Super Bowl. I think when you if Matt Ryan were to have won that Super Bowl, I think you could make a much better case because his numbers do stack up pretty well with some other quarterbacks that have gone in. Yes, and I think he needs to get into more Super Bowls. There's a difference between Dan Marino and uh, Jim Kelly, Hall of Famers who never won a title versus a Matt Ryan who hasn't won a title but has crazy numbers because that's what both of those guys have. Um, I, agree with, I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, all right, um, the game to watch golf during, which could be about 20 of these, uh, pick one. Yeah, seriously, I'll just say Rams-Washington, um, Kyle Allen starting for Washington. They're just a bad football team. They've lost by double uh, by 14 or more in three straight weeks. Yeah, I, that, that game bores me. Uh, by the way, my, my sleeper game is the Battle of Pennsylvania, Philly-Pittsburgh, just because I like calling it the Battle of Pennsylvania, and I think that the f- talk radio will have hyped this game up enough. Um, the Jets, I, I see nothing here about the Jets. 
And finally, your person or player to watch, uh, something that Luke never preps for. You're right. I, I don't. And so I, 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 I failed you once again. <laughs> Let me say this. I'm going to say a bunch of players. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys defense. You're going up against the Giants today. No Saquon Barkley. You know, they scored about nine points last week. This Cowboys defense has been so bad. Today is an opportunity to show that you can do something. If the Giants are able to move the football up and down the field on you, then, I mean, right off this Cowboys team, this is an opportunity for the defense to try to get right and show that they can turn this thing around. The over-under on this game is 52-and-a-half, which seems crazy high to me. Yeah, and I took the Giants because I think they will keep it close because uh, I took them against the spread, that is, because uh, uh, I think that they can keep it close because that defense is so bad. So I do think there'll be some points and the Giants will hang in there, but, you know, that'll be embarrassing for the Cowboys. Do you, want, you think you're a Super Bowl team. You know, go out there and play some defense once in a while. Mine is Dr. Alan Stills, the NFL chief medical officer. He's got a whole bunch of stuff on his plate right now, to say the least. Oh, yeah. Good luck to him. Well, Luke, uh, thanks. Uh, who knows if this podcast <laughs> will mean anything, but this is what we think is going to happen in week five. Um, That's right. <laughs> I hope it comes to fruition. Yes. Um, thankfully, in the PGA Tour, I can, I can guarantee you I will be on with you Wednesday at 1 Eastern this week. All right, looking forward to it. Much more certainty in the golf world right now than the football world. Um, enjoy your football weekend, everybody, whatever it becomes, and uh, enjoy your time in the greatest city in the world, Luke. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks as always, everybody. Take care. <laughs>